Now your first glimpse at dramatic new images of the discovery of an American warship lost 72 years ago. First on CBS This Morning, this video shows the moments a research vessel owned by Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen found the USS Indianapolis. That ship, sunk by Japanese torpedoes in 1945, found way at the bottom of the Philippine Sea. I down here today to talk about the Indianapolis. The Indianapolis was a heavy cruiser. She was commissioned in 1932. She was probably one of the uh, first warships that were built after World War I. And during the 30s, the Indianapolis was a ship of state. She was uh, President Roosevelt's cruiser. He used her to travel most of the world, South America, and all the other points. And they had his special bed on there for him, and also room for his uh, wheelchair. He was a cripple, he could not walk. He could stand but not walk. The USS Indianapolis. The most horrific story of the most catastrophic war the world has ever known. Eleven hundred men went into the water. Missile went down in twelve minutes. As told by the men who lived through it. Um, Edgar, um, uh, tell me what you were in the Marines and how did you end up on the USS Indianapolis and what was your task on board? There was the big USS Indianapolis and that was to be my home for the duration of the war. My name is Adolfo Celaya, and I'm a survivor of the USS Indianapolis. I was just part of history, just part of what I had to do, you know, what I did do. So, I mean, I, I never really gave it a, really a second thought as far as being a hero or anything like that. Everybody said, you're a hero. I said, no, I was just there. I mean, that's the way I feel about it. And then the night of the 29th, about 14 minutes past midnight, we encountered a Japanese sub. Honestly, as I tell it, it's more than just telling it, I can relive it. I can, I can see and feel and hear. Randall Wallace presents a two-part documentary podcast, The Sinking of the USS Indianapolis, in late September. Look out into the blackness of the night, and the ship is leaving you, and you know you're desperate to get off, and you look at that half inch of black oil, but you're going to go into that, and you do, and you're going to wear it. Abandoned ship, abandoned ship, abandoned ship, and then to go over then to that rail then and grab a hold of that rail, you know that uh, you're going to be leaving the ship or the ship is going to leave you. But as I get there, I hold on to that rail, and may I say, uh, there's times when you pray 
And there's times when you pray, and I knew to whom I was praying, and I tell the Lord that I don't want to die. I knew that a certain brunette back home that was going to wait for me, mom and dad, I don't know what all I promised the Lord, but I want to live, I want to live. And may I say this, I can hear him today. Peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm holding on that rail. Don't be afraid. And I knew that somehow, some way, I'm going to make it. And I did not have the least idea what I was going to experience the next four and a half days. First night, I didn't have a life jacket for from 12 o'clock to about 5 o'clock in the morning. I was just swimming all that time. And of course, uh, we said, oh my gosh, uh, they know we're coming. No problem. Just have to sit, out, sit it out a little bit, you know. Well, of course, day, one day went on to another day, and... Well, we didn't know. Was our bomb mission had been so secret. No distress signal had been sent. <laughs> they didn't even list us overdue for a week. I have to say that daybreak, the first day, we saw fins out at a distance swimming around, and they weren't attacking the group. Didn't see the first shark for about half an hour. Tiger, 13-footer, you know? You know that when you're in the water, Chief? You tell by looking from the dorsal to the tail. At any given time, you could look out and see a big fins swimming around and around and around. All of a sudden, you hear a blood-curdling scream, and you look, and you see, uh, uh, you know, the shark had taken him under. I did have one shark go right through my legs, and I said, oh boy, I'm glad he didn't like me. Twice a shark was poking me in my life jacket. That shark's eyeballs, my eyeballs, probably about that far apart. He looked me over and swam away. Two times that happened. By the third or fourth day, your skin was just rotting off. I seen a lot of guys just crack and drink the water and give up. Or or they swim off to imaginary islands. I'll never put on a life jacket again. The sinking of the USS Indianapolis. The two-part special edition start to season 11 coming in late September on the Randall Wallace Presents podcast. There's no such thing as an atheist in foxholes. There were no atheists out there. Everyone prayed. I can hear that one old sailor praying today. God, if you're out there, I don't want to die. I've got a son back home that I've never seen. I want to live, but we have to have help. So we pray, and we pray, and we continue to pray. So the lesson that I have learned is I know that that was a higher power watching over me, or I wouldn't be here today. And there's never a day passes but what I don't thank my Heavenly Father for sending that plane, number one. The second day when I was so thirsty, dared not to drink the salt water, 
and to have a little cloud come over and you see it's raining, it's raining, and you open your mouth heavenward and you get a few drops of water. I thank the Lord.